I'm delighted to announce that the National Association for Primary Education has exclusively released a video from its Primary Education Summit, Visions for the Future. This video, recorded by me, Mark Taylor, and Al Kingsley, talks about creating digital strategies for schools. This video is available for you to watch now at educationonfire.com forward slash blog, which I really hope gives you a taster of some of the amazing content that was available as part of that Primary Education Summit. That's educationonfire.com forward slash blog. Hello, my name is Mark Taylor and welcome to the Education on Fire podcast. The place for creative and inspiring learning from around the world. Listen to teachers, parents and mentors share how they are supporting children to live their best authentic life and are proving to be a guiding light to us all. Hello, welcome back to the Education on Fire podcast. Thank you so much for being here and thank you to everyone who's been sharing the show with their friends and colleagues. It really is making a massive difference for us to be able to to spread this message of creative and inspirational learning. And if we can just affect one extra person each week, then that's an amazing achievement. So thank you so much indeed. And really excited that in the beginning of 2023, we're going to be hosting some live podcasts. This is going to be video podcasts where you're going to be able to watch and comment. And and we're going to do some Q&A as well. And then we'll repurpose that for the audio podcast where you're listening now. So that's an exciting new prospect that we're bringing in in the, the early new year. So, yeah, make sure that you keep listening out for all of those details coming very soon. Now, today I'm delighted to be chatting to Christina Ellis. After winning $500,000 in scholarships and graduating from her dream school with a bachelor's and a master's degree, Christina set out to help students create their own plan to earn a debt-free education. She's the best-selling author of Confessions of a Scholarship Winner and How to Graduate Debt-Free. She's a featured expert in the 2021 documentary Borrowed Future, How Student Loans Are Killing the American Dream. Now, her work has been featured in numerous media outlets, including Fox and Friends, CBN, USA Today, and many more. And as a Ramsey personality, Christina helps thousands of families nationwide navigate the complex waters of college finance and graduate debt-free. This is a really inspiring conversation. It really takes us into this world of, of having dreams, of understanding what we're about and not being put off by the pressures of, of being able to afford a great education and actually just going for our dreams. So I really hope you enjoy this. My conversation with Christina Ellis. Hi Christina, thank you so much for joining us here on the Education on Fire podcast. It's always great to have an international guest, it's always great to to have somebody who's changing the world for the better for our young people and, and having that sort of personal experience but also being able to sort of bring that into the, the education system as well. So thank you so much for being here. Well I'm honoured to be here, thanks for having me. So Tell me, first of all, how did you get involved in, in Ramsey education? How did you sort of become part of part of their world and part of their fold? Yeah, well, it goes way back to my story. Basically, my freshman year of high school, my mom sat me down and she said, Christina, I love you and I believe in you, but there's just no way that I can support you financially. Once you graduate from high school, you got to figure out your own way to pay for college. And here in the States, college is pretty expensive. <laughs> the college that I went to was around $70,000 a year. So um, it was quite a huge mountain to climb. But my mom wanted to let me know early on that she couldn't afford to pay for that education. So I needed to start thinking about it and how I could pay for it myself. So she told me about scholarships and I started just, I just got so excited about the idea. I did a ton of research. I read every book from people who had won scholarships. I talked to alumni in my high school. I started putting together my resume and adding things onto it. And then my senior year of high school, I applied to scholarships like crazy. And I was able to win over half a million dollars in scholarships and go to my dream school, Vanderbilt University, completely debt free. 
which was so exciting. And as I graduated, I realized I had so many friends who were dealing with student loans and they were really struggling with their money. They were putting off major life decisions because they had a ton of debt and they just felt overwhelmed by it. So I got excited about this concept of like, maybe if I could help people figure out that there are different ways to pay for college, that they don't have to go into crazy student loan debt, then I can help you know them avoid that anxiety in the future, that they can start off their financial life on really good footing. So I wrote a couple books and have been doing this for about 10 years, helping people figure out how to graduate from college with no debt. And that led me to here at Ramsey, where we help people with their money. And I think for me, there are lots of conversations happening, especially at the minute with the current sort of economic situation around the world. It's kind of, I'm not going to go to college because I can't afford it. So therefore, I'm going to do something else. And, and, and very rarely do I hear that kind of, I want to go to college because it's what I really want to do. And maybe if I can't afford it, I'm going to find a way of doing it. And um, and I think, you know, having these conversations to share how that's possible is is something which more people need to hear in order to give them those opportunities. Yeah, I think so much of the news, like you said, it's really discouraging. It's it's about the tough economic times and a lot of kids feel hopeless. They feel like, well, I don't want to end up in crazy amounts of debt, so I just won't go to school. But there's actually a ton of different ways that you can go to school without debt. So I just want to encourage students, if you're feeling that overwhelm, if you're willing to be intentional and do the research, then you can find a way to go to school debt free. So you mentioned your couple of books there. Take us through the premise of them in terms of, of what people can, can get out of it, but also, like you say, that sort of those insights which um, people can sort of put into practice. Yeah. So my first book is called Confessions of a Scholarship Winner, and I walk people through my scholarship journey. I tell them my story, the obstacles that I overcame. I lost my father when I was seven years old after he passed away from a long and painful battle with brain cancer. And my family struggled. My mom was an immigrant from Venezuela. And she, you know, had two kids now, was in a country that she wasn't used to and was kind of overwhelmed. But we had to really fight to get to where we are now. And so I tell that story about overcoming and obstacles. And I do that because I want students to understand that even if you're not a perfect student, even if you're going through a lot and you feel overwhelmed, you can do this. You can still win scholarships. I wasn't a perfect student. I wasn't a star athlete. So I just really told my story to encourage students. And then I give them a lot of tactical advice. So this is how you can write a winning scholarship essay. This is how you can search for the right scholarships for you and how you can stand out in the process. So that book's really about the, you know, the push for scholarships and helping students figure out how they can win. And then my second book, I realized that a lot of students, you know, they're not going to get a full ride scholarship. So it's like, okay, if you don't get a full ride scholarship, how can you still go to school debt free? So I fill in a lot of those gaps and kind of go through, okay, these are different programs that are out there. These are different strategies you can use to get your education paid for. And that book's called How to Graduate Debt Free. I love it. And I think the thing I love about the story, and and, and thank you for, for sharing that, is the is the sense that you sort of feel sometimes that that's for other people. You know, that mm-hmm. sense of, you know, I, I can get that scholarship because, I, you know, I've got a perfect test scores like, like I say I'm a star athlete there, there, there's an obvious path there um, and even if you are one of those people to some extent the pressure's massive and mm-hmm. that might not always be the case and so therefore what do you do then so understanding that it's about every decision you make like you say and I think that word about being intentional so incredibly important and authentic and those two things together I think give you the power to, to make the life that you want and like I say and specifically in terms of going to college and, and finding all those opportunities. Yeah, exactly. Being intentional, getting out there, creating a strategy and just going for it. I think the reason we have such massive amounts of student loan debt here in the United States is a lot of students are just, 
you know, following along, not really thinking about their finances. I mean, it's kind of crazy that here we allow people to go into hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loan debt before they've even had to pay for rent or a mortgage. Like they don't have those financial foundations yet and they don't really understand what they're going to be up against when it comes to paying that money back. So just really helping students understand if you're willing to put the time and effort in now to understand money and to get your education paid for, it can pay off so much in the long run. Well, I think also that sense of it's it's such a sticking point for education generally that when students aren't engaged you know I'm going to school because I'm told I have to and I kind of even if you're a good student in inverted commas you know I go and do what I'm meant to do if you're not thinking about what you're doing or you're not being um, thoughtful about how you want to show up and what you want to do then sooner or later someone stops telling you what to do and then like you say you're in a bit of a free fall and you're just along for the ride Um, so all of those things when they're sort of brought back together again back to that sort of intentional idea is important so Tell us now how, sort of like say the 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 Ramsey education idea was born. I know it's been going for a few years now, but also how it's been able to make an impact with with all those people that that get the chance to be involved in it. Yeah. So our the person who founded the company, Dave Ramsey, has got this thing called the Baby Steps. He's got this amazing financial program, Financial Peace University, where he walks people how to really through how to really win with money. So he's been doing this for over 30 years with several adults, but Ramsey Education, it's taking these principles and it's basically making it available for middle school and high school students. So I feel like I talk to adults all the time who are like, why didn't we learn this basic money stuff when we were in school? Why did we learn all these like crazy deep topics that we don't use in real in real life, but I don't know how to work with my bank account or how to invest and do these different things. So it's teaching students all the things that we wished we would have known early on. And it's an incredible curriculum. They're going to learn how to budget, how to invest, how to save, how to give generously, how to even just open a bank account and how that works. And what does it mean for a bank to be FDIC insured? Like, what do these different concepts mean? It goes really deep. And it's just so cool because it's like you were starting to see people come into Ramsey who are 22 years old and they're paying off houses and they're investing for their future. And it's like so exciting to see a new generation coming up who is equipped to really win with money from the very beginning. And how does that opportunity come? Is it something which is embedded across all schools? Is it something that schools have to buy in? Is it something you can do sort of on a personal front? How does the sort of the system work from that point of view? Yeah, so you can go to RamseyEducation.com. A lot of schools are providing it as part of their curriculum. They're walking students through an entire like whole semester course. It's been available in over 45% of schools here in the United States, but you can also get it available for homeschool or self-study. So if you go to that website, you can check it out. And it's just, it's awesome. It's such a cool way to equip students to win from the very get-go. Yeah, and I, and I think a, a lot of a lot of people, they need that sense of security, don't they, as well? And it's only when you, you know, you only have to have heard the name Dave Ramsey to know that <laughs> everything that you need is going to be there. And also it's going to give you everything you need in such a, a positive and well-formatted way that, that there's nothing to be anything apart from excited about what that could actually mean for your future. Right. And I think that's the cool thing about Dave and what he's developed is that it's 
it's entertaining. Like it makes money not boring. And I think that's why a lot of people shy away from learning about money is because they get 30 minutes into some sort of curriculum video and they're falling asleep. And it's like we try really hard to bring levity to the topic of money and to just keep it in a way that's relatable. I mean, like you're talking to a friend versus somebody who's stuffy and boring and it's it's not fun, you know. And I think also making sure that it's it's related to you as a person and, and your life, isn't it? Because if, if we sort of wind it back to, to where we started, you know, half a million dollars is an amazing amount of money. But what it is, is it's a chance to go to college. It's a chance to frame your future. It's the chance to make an impact on the world. And and this sort of an education program like that is a chance for anyone individually or like say schools that take it on board to, to provide the information and the insight in a way that's going to affect so many other people it's going to give them the skills to do that and the money opens that door to to, to step into a life which they might not have even understood was possible for let, let alone also sort of maybe avoiding the pitfalls which people might have naturally fallen into without that kind of education yeah and that's the thing is it's like this foundation giving people this financial literacy from the get-go can have such a lifelong impact like literally one semester of this can change your entire trajectory because if you're investing and you're taking advantage of compound interest from 18 years old and on like can you imagine what your balance is going to look like in retirement you're going to have so much money saved you're going to be a millionaire possibly before you're 30 like you're going to be able to really start in such an amazing spot so that's why I get so fired up and excited because with my job, I co-host The Ramsey Show, and we have these people come in and do these debt-free screens, and we hear these stories of people who were $100,000, $200,000 in student loan debt, and it's like they spent the last five years of their lives crawling out of a hole. Like They feel like they started off behind, and they worked so hard to get out of it, and that is amazing. And they get on this stage, they tell their story, and then they scream out, we're debt-free, and it's so cool and amazing. But one of the things I'm so excited about is I feel like we can talk to this new generation and say, you don't even have to climb out of the hole. Like, we're going to help you avoid the hole. So you're starting and you're just climbing the mountain from the beginning. Like, you're not feeling like you're starting off behind. Like, we're going to start you off on such strong footing that you're just running forward to your future and winning with money from the very beginning. And from all those stories that you've heard, are there sort of some common themes why why people find themselves in that situation and I guess part of it is that kind of like say just going into these things blind because you don't know any different you know you you, you make these decisions based on, on on what just is rather than being intentional as we sort of go back to that word again but is there any sort of any other themes or or things that strike you from from those people telling their stories well it's interesting because I think especially here in the United States like there's this myth that you know edu all education debt is good debt and that's just not true. They they kind of convince you that, you know, get it, get it, take out as much money as you need in student loans to get the education because you'll easily be able to pay it back with this awesome job you're going to get because of our school's degree. And we're just saying that's not true. Like, we're also seeing that, you know, people who went to community college, who went to public schools, who went to cheaper colleges are still being extremely successful. So you don't have to go to the crazy expensive school to be successful what's really going to make you successful is your own motivation and your desire to push and fight forward so it's like you can do that debt free and still have a very successful life you don't have to go into crazy student loan debt and get some degree you can't afford in order to have an amazing career and also it's that sense of 
how much money do you need to earn in order for this debt not to make any difference? And and I think as time goes on, and like say the the amount of debt goes up, and whether there's a, a ceiling, you suddenly you know, suddenly hitting recessions and and economic turmoil again. Is that kind of is that job necessarily there for you when you need it, or like say you start you just starts to have this sort of whole sort of sinking feeling of I've done all this based on a on a dream, which actually maybe isn't there for every single person that does it, and that that kind of really is a it's a really disappointing story I think to tell people. Well, and it's just like the feeling you have when you start your life with debt. It's it's heavy. Like debt feels heavy. It changes the way you kind of relate to the world. It makes you feel a little bit more restricted like you don't have the freedom to maybe maybe there's a job that you know doesn't pay quite as much but it's got an amazing trajectory that you can take but if you're saddled with debt and you have you know a fifteen hundred dollar student loan payment coming up you're gonna feel like you maybe have to take the higher paying job that's not your passion or isn't gonna have the best journey moving forward so just being really mindful of when you have financial freedom you just have options you have the options to make choices that will really help enhance your life so there are a couple of things that spring to mind. First of all is uh, is here we are speaking either side of the pond, so to speak. Um, in, in, in terms of a curriculum, in terms of, of, of a learning experience, is it something which people can use across the world? Is it sort of in terms of that sort of philosophy or is it very much um, US-based? Paying for college varies so much between different countries. I mean, the U.S. has got a pretty massive student loan problem, and I know a lot of countries are doing better in that regard. There's a lot more funding. Maybe colleges don't cost quite as much. So I'm hoping that where you're from, where people are listening, that there's not such a crazy problem with costs of college. But, I mean, a lot of the principles are going to be true across the board, especially when it comes to applying for scholarships. Um, A lot of the programs are looking for very similar type of attributes and motivations and people winning with money. A lot of that is the same across the board. And what's so interesting is we found that winning with money is 80 percent behavior and 20 percent head knowledge. So actually changing the way you think about money, having good ways that you, you know, avoid debt, invest, that you save with intention and just changing the way that you feel around money is so important. And have you got any examples that you can share of of, of that kind of change in in ideas and, and, and a way of looking at these things? Because it must be people say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm OK with this. I kind of understand it, but then still find themselves in that situation. So from from some of those stories in terms of you thought this was the, the, the way the way to sort of go forward. But actually, when you sort of change those ideas, this was then the better result. Yeah, well, I think especially now we're in this world where everybody wants to kind of get rich quick and there's all these like schemes and these ideas and you can flip houses and do this. And it's like they want to fast track their way to winning with money. And we have found, Dave has found over 30 years, he said he teaches money in the way that God and grandma does it. And it's not going to be, you know, the fastest, flashiest, you know, most attractive way to do it. But it's simple, basic, common sense. And it works. Um, He put out a book recently called Baby Steps Millionaires. And it's all these people who walk through his baby steps who've now become millionaires. And it's like they've built this extremely strong foundation. And I think that's something that's just important to change your mindset. It's like the tortoise and the hare. You know, be willing to be the tortoise, be a little bit weird, and you can win with money long term. And it's not going to be money that's like flash in the pan going to take off but it's like you truly are going to have a strong foundation and one of the cool things is so we've got the baby steps it walks people through seven steps that helps them win with money the first one is have a thousand dollar emergency fund baby step two is to pay off all of your consumer debt starting from smallest to largest so you wipe out any credit cards student loans that's all gone once you're done with that you're on baby step three you put together a fully funded emergency fund of three to six months 
And then baby step four is invest for retirement. So 15% of your income. Baby step five is saving for college for your kids. And then baby step six, this is where people are like, wait, what? You're doing what? We encourage people to pay off their house in this step. So get completely, completely debt free. So you don't owe anyone anything. And then baby step seven is where you can really build wealth and give. And it's so cool because literally thousands of people have walked through these steps and they're living in paid off homes. They're sitting on huge savings accounts, huge investments accounts. And it's just so cool seeing that, like, you know, it's not a get rich quick type path, but it's just common sense with money. It's having a plan. It's being intentional, like we talked about. And that can get you to that really, really strong setup for the rest of your life. And, and I think that's perfectly put in terms of the rest of your life, because when you, you sit back and you make these decisions based on what you see in front of you, as well as the, the, the here and now, then you can see all of those steps making sense to the future, but also affecting you now. And, and then as you sort of start to sort of really walk that path, you can see everything changing in, in that sort of positive way, can't you? Otherwise, yeah. it's that kind of when I get this job or when I do this and when that happens, then it's all going to be different. You know, like I say, when I flip that house, all of a sudden it's going to be like you know, rainbows and, and money falling out of the sky. And then <laughs> that's great. But tell us when that day is going to be because then everyone's going to be doing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's just being, it's being intentional and being willing to go through a season of perhaps sacrifice, especially if you have debt. I think a lot of people now assume that they're going to have debt for the rest of their lives. Like debt has become so normal in our culture. You'll hear a lot of people say everybody's ha- everybody has it. It's just what we do. And it's like, it doesn't have to actually be that way. Like you don't have to have that. And that's what's so cool about seeing these debt-free screams. We have a lot of people come in who paid off their houses and it's like their disposition like just feels so light. You can tell like they just feel different it's like the air is lighter around them to have no debt at all it's just incredible so i'm sure there'll be people listening who are are thinking that's great if i've got surplus money to kind of help pay off some debt or, or to start putting things into savings and creating that what would you say to those people who are like I just don't have the money to even start to make those steps, even though I might want to. I'm not quite sure because you sort of mentioned there about sacrificing. And again, that goes back into the mindset, I guess, in terms of what you're trying to do and how you're trying trying to do it. So what are some of the sort of the key sort of first steps that people can take to, to make that difference? Yeah, I think one is just getting started and committing to it because we've seen single moms, people with $30,000 incomes pay off tremendous amounts of debt. We've seen them take up side hustles. We've seen them Um, just make sacrifices for a season to get to the other side. So, I mean, we literally see people from all walks of life follow this plan and do it. One of the first things is to get on a budget. A lot of people are just, you know, wondering where their money went. They have no idea where it's going, and they're just kind of hoping that their bank account balance is okay at the end of the month. But we want you to tell your money where to go. Give every dollar an assignment. So we recommend a zero-based budget. And that's literally where every dollar is assigned to a category and you are telling your money what to do. Um, We've got a really great app called Every Dollar where you can sync it with your bank account and it makes it really easy to budget. Um, But it's nice because a lot of people start budgeting and they feel like they got a raise. They're like, whoa, I didn't realize that all this money was going towards this. I can't believe this. Oh, my gosh. And and they feel like, wow, I have so much more money than I realized because I wasn't being intentional with it. And now I can take that money with intention and pay off debt. I can save, I can invest and do, you know, just make a lot more progress faster. And I think it is amazing, isn't it? It's only when you sit down with a an app, like I said, or a piece of paper and a pen and, and just, mm-hmm. you know, 
how much did I spend on coffee this month? <laughs> what? Like kind of, <laughs> hundreds of pounds? Surely not, because I don't have an, I don't have spare hundreds of pounds to do it. But amazingly, somehow, you know, three or four dollars here, or three or four pounds there. And before you know it, you know, like you say, there's all these pockets of money that until you really look at it, you just don't know that you have. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's kind of embarrassing sometimes. Like when you first sit down and do it, you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I spent that much on clothes. But okay. <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We can have a rejig of the wardrobe. We'll be fine. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about your, your life now. So like you said, from that sort of student and then like say you're sort of now sort of co-hosting the show and everything. What does your sort of world look like now in terms of, of that side of it? And I know you've done some live shows and things recently as well. T- take us through that world to give people a bit of a taste. Yeah, so I've been at Ramsey for almost a year now. I'm coming up on my one-year Ramsey-versary in three days, so I'm super excited about that. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, and my biggest job right now is just getting the word out there and helping people with their money. So I'm co-hosting The Ramsey Show, which is a three-hour show. Um, I usually do that about once a week uh, with Dave or one of the other personalities. And so it's a three-hour live talk show where people call in with their money questions, money, many thoughts, and they just want to talk through. They're just looking for some advice. Like Money can be such a awkward topic to talk about. I think a lot of people feel shame around money. A lot of people don't want to bring it up with their friends, but you need to talk to people about money. Like Everybody's got these questions, so we kind of try to make it um, normal to talk about, like to just talk about money and talk about your life. So people call in and we talk them through whatever they're facing, whatever they're going through. Um, So I do that. And then uh, developing courses and content to help people win with money. So foundations and personal finance through Ramsey Education. We just uh, did a relaunch of that this year with all new videos and uh, just updating the curriculum, which it's amazing. So getting to work on that, I put out a, a student loan course to help people pay off their student loans. And right now we're working on a graduate debt free Um, course to help people pay for college. So it's really fun and exciting just kind of think through, you know, what content, what products can help people just really accelerate forward in their finances. And I think for me, one of the reasons I was excited about this conversation today was the fact that we talk so much about what's going on in school, um, which is fantastic. But of course, so many of these ideas and these aspects affect people after school you know so you know Mm -hmm. we might be talking about students that are learning this but of course that's going to affect their life afterwards which is brilliant but also you know how it's going to be affecting teachers and people in the education profession you know hopefully someone's listened and thought that sounds like the kind of life that I want to have but I'm not quite sure how to do it and I think being able to sort of see this is something which is helping everybody not just you know mm-hmm. in a school system outside of a school system you know money and and finance is such an integral part to being able to live the, the the life that you want and i think not just in terms of sort of material things or the type of house that you want but like you say how it makes you feel what you feel is possible and, and like you say it can really bring you down if you know if you're heavily in debt and i think that certainly brings a lightness to it but also a sense of of anything is possible and that's going to then filter down into how you show up in your life and if if you are involved in education and teaching it's going to certainly affect how you're going to be showing up for your pupils as well and and I think all of that kind of modeling has has a way of really impacting people in a way that you can't quite quantify but really does have a massive impact. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it affects everyone. Finances affects everyone. Everybody's got their own money story. And I think one, 
teachers becoming debt-free, that is amazing. Having them have a strong financial foundation is so good. I've talked to a lot of educators who are currently paying off student loan and trying to organize their their loans and organizing their finances, and it's really cool to see them latch onto these concepts and get debt-free. But even beyond that, once they do become debt-free or if they're frustrated with their finances, be willing to have these conversations with your students. I mean, that's what I hear so often. Why did no one have this conversation with me in high school? Why did no one talk to me about money? And it's like teachers can be that person. They can share their own journey. They can share their story. They can share, you know, what they wish they would have known earlier on that could have helped them be, you know, set up on a better footing when they graduated. And because when it changes the atmosphere, then it makes a big difference, doesn't it? Because then maybe, well, not that I want to put you out of a job, <laughs> but but the sense of have, having a show which is helping people because they didn't know where to go before, if you were kind of having that sense of, ah, we've had this conversation from when I'm younger and I'm already kind of savvy to this and I feel open enough to talk to my friends about it or my family or, or something in a way, you know, it, that then all of a sudden... You know, I, I just think that there's a positivity there, which I guess is probably is the end goal for everything that you're doing anyway. Well, exactly. I mean, we want people to be, you know, winning with money because it, it'll be exciting if we ever get to a day where there's no longer debt and people aren't coming to us in debt and we can just talk to them about investing and winning with money like that would be so exciting, especially for this younger generation. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm always really excited when I, I chat to people in terms of there's usually an educational experience or a teacher they remember is there one that you'd like to share and and, and I'm, I'm just thinking there when we're talking about you know it's often somebody that invites you into a conversation that you weren't necessarily expecting and we were just sort of saying there in terms of that financial situation but is, is there an experience that you remember that you'd like to let people know about yeah I had a really great teacher Mr. Connor he was actually my cross-country coach as well as my math teacher and I feel like he was that teacher that went above and beyond which I feel like those are the ones that are often the most memorable and stand out. He taught me discipline, you know, obviously in the sport of cross country. Um, it, it's something that it, it requires endurance. It requires consistency. So having that foundation, I was with him for four years, you know, that helped so much. But then when I had him in math, he was willing to meet me. I struggled with um, one of our modules and he was literally meeting me 30 minutes to an hour before school for several weeks just to help me, you know, get up to speed and figure out what we were doing. And I just think that's amazing to have teachers that are willing to not just do the basics of their job, but go above and beyond. That has stood out to me for years. Yeah, and it's something I hear time and time again, which just it fills me with joy when I kind of have a sense that there's a thread there for everybody. And it's always that you know it's it's not what they taught you in that moment it's the it's that human connection it's that sense someone's got your back it's that sense that like you say someone's showing up for me above and beyond i thought was possible and that sort of feeds into your perception of what the world is about and the sorts of people that you want to spend your time with and also how you want to then give it back isn't it and and there's a there's a real kind of pay it forward kind of feeling i think from that Yes, that's so good, especially when they can help you develop those qualities that you use outside of the classroom. Like it's amazing to have a great teacher inside the classroom. But when you can also instill those things that are going to help people fight through, you know, challenges and really set up their lives, that's just invaluable. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Or is there a piece of advice you might give your your younger Christina now, <laughs> sort of looking back? And I will slightly caveat this with the fact that I know we don't always take that advice that we're given when we're, when we're younger, but I still think it's important for the, for people to hear it anyway. Yeah. Well, part of that conversation with my mom, my freshman year of high school, one of the things she said was, Christina, the choices you make right now will impact you for the rest of your life. 
And I know that may sound a little a little harsh or overwhelming. I mean, that's not exactly what every 14-year-old wants to hear. <laughs> um, but I really did take that to heart. And she kind of talked to me about what that meant. Like, how would these decisions impact my life? Like, she kind of explained, if you can go to school debt-free, you know, then you can go on and start winning with money right away. You can get that dream job because we were, we were low income. And, you know, for her to paint that vision of, the hard work now and how it would pay off in the long run, that really impacted me. It really fired me up and got me motivated to go, okay, if I am willing to fill out the scholarship application, yeah, I may not go out this Friday night with my friends and I may spend, you know, two hours filling out a scholarship application. But if I win a thousand dollars, that's like making five hundred dollars per hour. So this was worth it. This is money that I won't have to, you know, worry about or stress about in the future. So. And I think it's a it's a real example of stepping into your your life and your circumstance, isn't it? Because it's that no matter who you are, what your family background, what your situation, there's something there that you can get out of it, and a, a certain amount of strength if you want to step into it that you can you can take forward. Um, and and I think that's that's usually really um, empowering for people to hear that that no matter where you are, no matter what that situation you have the, the choice in that moment and i think that sort of feeds into everything that we've been saying in terms of you know being intentional taking what it is that you need and then making the life that you want and, and that feeds into everything you know that, that dave ramsey's put in place in terms of that from a financial point of view as well yeah and and also don't underestimate the power of small shifts like i think it's easy to hear these kind of stories and go oh my goodness like half a million dollars in scholarships that sounds like so much or i've got a ton of debt i can't imagine paying this off and you get so overwhelmed with like thinking about this really big picture but like a lot of these success stories it's just small changes that they made every single day so it's like willing to sit down with your budget and just agree to budget starting there and it's like putting 30 extra dollars a month on a debt payment or filling out a scholarship application taking one hour a day for a few months to do that these little bitty changes are really what add up so don't get overwhelmed be willing just to make the small shifts that pay off in the long run yeah because i'm i'm guessing your your five hundred thousand dollars didn't come by writing a quick scholarship application between classes on one day <laughs> no <laughs> it definitely took some time <laughs> um, and and i love that and it's uh, it's like so many things in life isn't it it's that kind of you have to have faith that what you've put in place is, is going to make that difference it's the kind of the you know the small change in direction of a of a large ocean liner you know you know that in the in an hour or two it's going to be on a completely different course but you're not going to see it straight away but right. get that experience get that knowledge get that support get the people around you that are going to point you in that right direction and then like i say do it when when you need to do it and, and put that time and effort in but with that kind of inner knowledge that you're making a difference which is going to really impact you in a positive way Absolutely. Yeah. Even if it doesn't feel like it at the time, like it will make a difference in the long yeah, run. Yeah. That's, that's the key thing, isn't it? Even if it doesn't at the time, find that extra bit of resilience that you need. Yeah. Now, is there a resource that's had an impact on your life that you'd like to share? And it can be anything personal, professional, but it could be a podcast, video, book, song, anything which is something <laughs> that you feel is, yeah, this, is, this, this was my thing. I know this is going to sound kind of silly, but I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to throw it out there. <laughs> but the Christina Aguilera Fighter album that she put out That's when awesome. I was in middle school, <laughs> it changed my life. It was like 
so full of inspirational songs and music and words and it was exactly what I needed at the time. I literally listened to that album backstage on some of my big like sporting events or I did some pageants and it would just pump me up and help me remember kind of that long-term mindset and what I was fighting for. I had some um, pretty tough experiences in high school. I had kind of a bullying situation and felt pretty lonely and stressed out and it's like hearing that album like it just encouraged me to keep fighting and to kind of have that long-term mindset like a lot of the songs are like all about you know singing your song and keep pushing forward and inspiration so I'm huge on when you're feeling down when you're feeling you know a little bit depressed or like you're you're discouraged just finding whatever song it is whatever album you can find that'll help you move forward I mean that's been so true in my life (laughs) Yeah, I absolutely love that. I mean, as a musician myself, it's something which I just always knew made a big difference. You know, it's a way, personally, a way for me to express myself and to show up in the world in a way that I couldn't necessarily, like, say, having a conversation or or, or being normal in the vertical, <laughs> in, in 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 that in that kind of world. But also the fence, you know, it, it made it made you feel different, and and if mm. you can sort of bottle that then it means that you can change your situation from an emotional standpoint at any time. And I think you're absolutely right. A song, an album, it's like having a best friend. It's like having someone that can just put their arm around you and put you in that frame of mind or give you that kind of leg up that you need at any moment. And it's personal and it's always there. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a powerful thing that people don't, I think they do know, but don't always necessarily manage to articulate it quite in the great way that you did. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I think it's hard for us sometimes to put our emotions into words and to process it. So it's like if you can find music, if you can find a song that can kind of help you work through it, it's like it can they you can allow the artist to put the words to the feelings that you have that you haven't been able to express. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Perfection. Now, the acronym FIRE is really important here, Education on Fire. And by that, I mean feedback, inspiration, resilience and empowerment and I know they're all important but I'm always interested to know what's what speaks to you when when you hear those four words or or what is it that you kind of feel is worth sharing Mm, I think even just hearing that empowerment word like thinking through what are the things in your life that are going to empower you I think especially now we live in a culture with so much noise and a lot of it's negative like a lot of the things the conversations people are having a lot of the things on the news like it's just so easy to feel heavy and to feel down but surround yourself with resources surround yourself with people podcasts that bring you up that empower you to take control and ownership of your life and really fight for what you want I mean it's just it's tempting to you know spend spend an evening you know getting lost on Netflix or watching the news when you could instead be doing something that literally could start changing your life so find the things that empower you and really encourage you to push forward yeah I love that and again intentional was the word that came to me because I had I had exactly that conversation myself a couple of nights ago we'd been at work we got back after a show and um and I and I put the telly on and I just thought I know where this is going it's going to just end up you know as you probably know at the moment here in the UK we've got um prime minister coming and going <laughs> and the whole news is just completely bombarded with all this stuff and I thought I just don't want to get involved. I don't even know what's happened today. It's fine. I'm actually going to put my time and my effort and my and my attention and be intentional about having something I know is going to be supportive for me in that particular moment. And uh, I think, yeah, as a, as a word for the day, intentional is, uh, is, is perfect. And I think being empowered by feeling like you can take the decisions that you want to make a difference in your world, whether it's that moment on any given day or whether, like you say, it's for your financial future, then then that's definitely the way forward. So... 
Christina, thank you so much for sharing all that wisdom and uh, and all those insights. And it sounds like the setup that you've got there and the way that you're all impacting so many people is, is incredible. So tell people where they can find out more and, and how they can connect with you. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. This has been a really fun conversation. Um, you can go to ChristinaEllis.com to find more information about what I'm doing, what I'm working on, or you can follow me on Instagram at I am Christina Ellis. Christina is with a K. And also, if you're interested in the foundations and personal finance curriculum, you can go to RamseyEducation.com. Fantastic. We'll have links to all of that on the show notes as well. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing your story and thank you so much for all the great work you're doing. And on, on behalf of everyone becoming debt free, yeah, keep up the great work. And for all those students who are going to be inspired to, to go a, a debt free college, if that's what they want to do, then yeah, again, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. It was an honor. Thank you for listening and being part of this wonderful community. With over 300 episodes, I've collated 20 resources from guests that have been on the show to help you in your educational journey and those of you involved with young people. Just go to educationonfire.com and you can sign up on the homepage. Thanks for listening to the Education on Fire podcast. For more information of each episode and to get in touch, go to educationonfire.com. Education is not the filling of a pail, but the lighting of a fire.